is Chris Lilly live from the Jack Daniels World Championship, and you're on the road with Dane on WGN. Watch it! 720 WGN on the road with Dane live here at the Jack Daniels World Barbecue Invitational with a man who is, uh, well, no stranger to success or the greatest events when it happens to the barbecue. But this is a little bit different as he has, he has transcended the competition side, at least here at the Jack, and become one of the judges himself. World champion, barbecue master, Big Bob Gibson's right there in Decatur, Alabama. And television star, recent star of Food Network's barbecue extravaganza, the one only Chris Lilly. Chris, welcome to WGN. Dane, thank you for the invitation. Good to be on the show. It's great to have you here. And regardless, right, I think when you have the best teams in the world, you have some of the legends in the world, great personalities, regardless of really, it seems like consistently in clement weather, it's still awesome to be at the Jack. Oh, it's definitely great to be here. And, you know, I just live about an hour and a half from here. So short trip up, and I came up this morning, and I started walking around and seeing all my friends out there cooking, and I had started having barbecue withdrawals. I wish I was up all night cooking. Okay, so think about this. So here you are. Hey, man. <laughs> How you doing, man? It's so good to see you. Listen, you, have you been going to South Beach lately? Yeah, going to uh, South Beach a little bit. We got my friend Patrick Neely from Neely's Barbecue yeah, in Memphis coming to hang out with network us. and did all those shows uh, with Down Home with the Neely's. And not only does uh, Chris Lee attract barbecue success, but also other you know, food stars right here, Food Network Patrick Neely. Yeah, how you guys doing? It is so great to see you, man. I talk about you all the time. I said Chris Lilly <laughs> is running restaurants, traveling all over, still doing the barbecue scene. You're still going to South Beach. Preparing 1,500, 2,000 samplers and all of that. And winning, and I'll be the one, he's too humble to mention it, but of course they came away with the, the title again this year down there. Yeah, we did. It was a good year in South Beach. Uh, we Yeah, we won the barbecue on the beach, uh, and yeah, had a good time doing it, without a doubt. Wow. Well, you know, um, during all the years at Food Network, it got so hectic and crazy for me that uh, it's like, it, it was good. I still do it. I still do television. Um and, and 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 I remarried. Got a 14-month-old baby girl, so I got a 30-year-old, 24-year-old, and a 14-month. And I've, I've and, it's, and it's brought me back 15 years. I'm 15 years younger. It sounds like you're working at more than barbecue there. Yeah, I am, man. I'm loving every minute of it. Chris, I got to run. They got me. They're taking me back. I'm flying back. Thanks uh, for the visit, you know, brother. So good to see you. You know, good I actually left Memphis. I moved to Georgia. Bought a big farm about an hour south of uh, Atlanta. And I sit out there every morning, watch the deer, and and wow. hang out and smoke a cigar and drink some coffee. Good for you, brother. Having having a good life. But this was amazing. Jack Daniels, absolutely amazing. That's always been my drink. So when they called and asked me to come as a celebrity judge, I said, I'm on my way. Long as y'all keep pouring the whiskey. Right here in the middle of a dry county, right? right How right, hot is that? Right, right. Thank God we could we could get it. We'd have to buy it by the drink. So it all turned out good. Nice to see Thank you guys. Patrick. You mentioned seeing some of your, your colleagues on the competition side. You're doing all that it takes to prepare for something as important as the Jack and kind of having those pangs. But you're not retired. You're just here. But, but talk a little bit about it because... You know, and one of the things in that national television show focus that we did, one of the insights that you gave was you said, and you recommended that anybody on the competition side should try judging it just so that you're kind of aware of what judges are looking for. Yeah, that's one of the recommendations when I tell, when somebody comes up and says, how can I get into competitive barbecue? My advice is to go through a uh, judging school and learn how to become a, a barbecue judge. And it's more than that. You know, you know good barbecue. 
but you've got to see what they're teaching the barbecue judges and how to score. That will help you so much when you're actually on the cooking side of it. So um, this is my first time to Jack Daniels judging, but for me, yeah, I get to come up and hang out with my friends and hang out with the judges this morning, but I actually get a sneak peek now. You know, I don't cook as often as I, as I used to, but I get a sneak peek and to see what some of these uh, competitors are, are turning in weekend and week out. So as a guy who's been out there in the circuit and, and won so much, Barbecue Hall of Fame and all of those accolades well-deserved that we put on you, for the listeners out there, explain to them what this means to the competitors. Because there are people like yourself that have had success, not many, but everybody here is a champion in one way, shape, or form. And what it means to like even be at and even just, just cook at the jack. Well, it's, it's one of the toughest, it is probably the toughest contest in the world to get into if you're a barbecue aficionado, if you run the barbecue circuit. Uh, you got to be both lucky and good. You've got to be good enough to win a grand championship at uh, events all over the country, but then that just only gets you into the hat. Jack Daniels has to draw your name out of the hat. They draw one team per state. And then they take uh, teams from all over the world as well. Uh, so you're cooking against grand champ, barbecue grand champions from all over the country, all over the world. It's tough to get here, but uh, when you do, it's something special. And every team that's here, they are shooting to win and think they have a chance to win. And it, and it changes their life or their career or whatever, at least enhances it. On the international side, and of course yourself seen as an ambassador, you know, for the sport and for the industry and all that kind of stuff. Talk a little bit about how how that is from when it is that, like you started to the point now where I I was just talking with Emily Detweiler, in 40 countries KCBS contests are happening. I mean, it's really American-style competition barbecue is taking hold around the globe. That's exactly what's happening. Usually overseas, especially in Europe, it is direct cooking. It is hot and fast. It is grilling, per se. But they are so interested in American Southern-style barbecue, low temperatures, indirect heat, uh, not only in competitions, but just, you know, American-style barbecue as a whole. So they're craving that. So we get no telling how many invitations to go overseas uh, to teach barbecue, to talk barbecue, uh, to visit with the people over there, and just show them what we've been doing here all our life. So American-style barbecue is is it is hot all over the world right now. I see you can pick and choose where it is that you go. I saw you taking the tough duty right uh, in Hawaii. So you were in Hawaii not too long ago, so you can kind of pick and choose some of the things and what it is that you do. You mentioned when we were talking with Patrick Neely, Uh, A couple minutes ago, of course, people know him from Food Network fame, is that you're cooking a little bit less. People are seeing more of you on television. Talk about that because, you know, not everybody that's great, whether it's a restaurateur or a barbecue competitor, really translates into being either a comfortable or successful television personality, and you've done both. I'm living a blessed life, without a doubt. Uh, And and all I do is cook barbecue. I'm a guy who cooks barbecue, and... uh, it's turned into a fantastic career. The places I get to go, you mentioned Hawaii. I just got back from Ireland, and that's another trip overseas to, uh, you know, just talk barbecue and show them what we do here in the South. And um, and I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to people about barbecue, uh, teaching barbecue. And the television thing, you know, it adds, it's, it's something different as well. It beats, you know, 24-7 in the restaurant. So I, I like to travel. I get, like to get out, meet people. So uh, I'm doing a lot of that now. For all the things that you're doing, you mentioned the restaurant. People can come see you down there at Big Bob Gibson's Decatur, Alabama. You're there on occasion, probably pretty often, right? People come in 
and say hello. But for the listeners that want to know, where can they see you? Got some cool things coming up, whether on television or events. Where can people see Chris Lilly? Well, like I said, you can come to Decatur without a doubt. I've got uh, each of my sons that run the restaurant there, but I do a lot of traveling. I've got an event coming up uh, this weekend in Gulf Shores, Alabama. It's the Hangout Oyster Festival. I am doing a cooking a dinner with Aaron Sanchez. You probably know him from Master Chef with Gordon Ramsay. And we're doing a dinner, and it's called Pitmaster and Pappy. We are doing probably a seven-course meal, but it's uh, paired with some of the best bourbons and best wine in the country, namely Pappy Van Winkle bourbon. I saw that. I had to say, like, well, geez, that sounds... That sounds pretty crazy, and our good friend, our mutual friend, Marty Duncan's in on that stuff, too. Always a great proponent of Alabama as well. Social media-wise, where can people go to, to follow all your adventures? At Chris Lilly BBQ, no matter which uh, platform you go on. Dane, thank you for the invitation. Good to be on the show.